guys. Welcome back to another season of the Baseball Dad Show. Now, as you can tell, um, I'm in my car. And this is going to be a little bit of a preview of what the Baseball Dad Show is going to be like this year because I'm going to be on the road for most of this season. Uh, I'm going to be visiting my players, traveling to different cities, uh, doing kind of clinics and one-on-one -on -one sessions with pitchers. So uh, the show must go on. And, uh, you know, not that we really had a fancy recording uh process before. But what I do know is that this community is more interested in just getting the content that you need and not so much any kind of fancy recording process. So um, that's what we're going to focus on this year. And certainly, um, if you want to um, get more information about working with me, you can send me a text 201-323-0840. Um, or you can email me at paulreddick at gmail.com. And both of those will be in the show notes if you want to get in touch with me. Now, um, my focus this year in Baseball Dads podcast is going to be answering your questions. Um, I've done 154 episodes of this podcast, and uh, I've done interviews. I've done monologues where I'm just talking about topics that I think are important. Um, I've shared clips from Zoom and uh, conference calls that we've had. And by far, the episodes that get the most downloads and the most listens are those where I'm answering your questions. So that is going to be the focus of this year's podcast. And we're going to start with a question that I probably get three or four times per day and is super common. And that question is, what do I do when my son's velocity is stuck? So really common issue that I hear is players that are working really hard, kind of doing all the right things, going to the right people, the right coaches, right camps but their velocity is stuck. And oftentimes I will hear from parents, they'll say, you know, last summer my kid was throwing 80. He, he worked his butt off this year and you know, a year later he's, he's still throwing 80. So here's why that happens. And this is probably 99% of the work that I do with the players that I work with. I want you to imagine in your mind's eye, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and I'm kind of famous for this analogy, but it's really important, even if you've heard me describe it before, it's really important to hear it this way. I ask every pitcher that I work with, um, I have this cardboard cutout that I say is a life-size version of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, but <laughs> it's a human-sized version of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Um, but I pull it out and I ask every player I work with, would you add floors to the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Now, every one of them says no. I said, well, why not? And they say, well, you know, if we add floors, it's just going to fall over quicker. And I said, you may actually do damage to the structure that's there, right, if it topples over. And they said, yeah. I said, so what you're telling me is that this structure in this current state can't support more floors. Is that correct? And they say, yeah. And I say, here's why you're stuck. Your mechanics, the way they are now, can't support more velocity. So most players come to me with what we call low-velocity mechanics. And so if you're moving inefficiently with your pitching delivery, there's no amount of arm strength. There's no amount of weighted balls, long toss, strength training. There's no amount of anything that you're going to do to overcome the limitations of that structure. So even in the Leaning Tower of Pisa, if we were, putting, if we were going to add a floor to the Leaning Tower of Pisa out of uh, titanium, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how, how, how strong we make that extra floor. The current structure doesn't have the ability to support another floor. So we see kids that, um, and oftentimes, well, think about it like this. It's almost like if you had a car that the alignment was off or there was a wobbly tire, 
you wouldn't be able to fix or overcome that misalignment or that wobbly tire by putting a more powerful engine in it or putting more powerful fuel in it. In fact, that would probably make it worse. It would speed up the rate at which that tire might fall off or that axle or that alignment might go further out of alignment. And so what we often see with kids is they, they, they get to the point where they're working so hard, but they, you know, even if they've had, if they've had strength gains in the gym, um, they're not able to translate that into a game because the way their mechanics are right now, it can't support more velocity. Now, I often ask the kids this follow-up question. I say, look, let's say that you and I were over in Italy and we got into some trouble with the government or something, some, you know, kind of a crazy analogy, but let's say the only way that we could get out of trouble is we have to go add five more floors to the Leaning Tower of Pisa. So we go up there and we'd start building, even though we knew that it was going to fall over if we added floors to it. But I said, look, we, we have to do this. You know, we're under the order of the government. We have to do it. We would start building, but then there would be a moment where the building right, would start shaking or we'd, you know, we'd feel something. We'd be like, all right, we got to get out of here because this thing's going to come down. And so what happens is when we're even, even if we were forcing it, we we're forcing floors on, there would be a moment where that structure, the, the, the instability, the inefficiency of that structure would take over and it would collapse. It would, it would almost defend itself. And so what happens with the body is that we can get our arm a lot stronger, but if our mechanics are not efficient, there's no override. And we can muscle it up sometimes, but, you know, eventually the body is going to, if the body is going to either protect itself by making your arm sore or an injury, because it just can't sustain, it can't, the structure can't hold more force. The mechanics that you have can't hold more velocity. Now, conversely, if you were to fix the foundation of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and you were to fix that base of that building, you could then build it to the sky. Same thing happens with mechanics. When you build, when you, when you can install what we call high-velocity mechanics, super efficient movements, well, now all of a sudden you've got a foundation that you can build upon. Then you can build as much as you want. Now the strength that you're building or the programs you're using can actually go to work for you because you've got the structure in place to support them. So if your velocity is stuck, I promise you that you probably have inefficient or low velocity mechanics. And again, if that's something that you think I could help you out with, go ahead, send me a text or an email and I can kind of give you some options that we have. Um, hope everyone's doing great. I'm really looking forward to the season and I'll see you on the next show.